This is The Terry Levine Show, business advice you can take to the bank. Hi, it's Terry Levine, the business mentoring expert from The Terry Levine Show with business advice that you can take to the bank. So, what's the soul of your business? Does your business even have a soul? Or is your business so focused, or are you so focused on making money that you've lost your soul? I remember when I first started coaching companies and first started consulting with companies years ago. Even going back many, many years ago, prior to what I would call coaching or consulting, and started to get contracts for rehabilitation services, occupational, physical, and speech therapy services with companies. I remember working with large companies, some of which did not have a soul and were all about the profits and the bottom line, and others that really had a soul, that were so much fun that I loved going into, and that really had relationships and passion with their employees, and were really about one human being at a time. And I really enjoyed going into those businesses. There was a culture. Their owners clearly were thinking about the experience for not only their customers, but their employees. And those businesses were businesses where people wanted to work out, where people rarely called out sick, where employees were happy, where the products and and the projects that were done were done right and were done correctly, and where there was a lot of passion. So I know that those of you who are, you know, really analytical, left brain kind of people, you might not really resonate with this as well. So I understand business really well, and I understand that the purpose of business is certainly to make a profit, because if you don't, you don't have a business, you've got a, a hobby or something like that. However, I don't believe that seeking revenue doesn't mean that you give up having a soul. So I want you to try and keep your left and right brain working together. I believe that when you build a business that's going to be sustainable, having a soul helps. And what a soul really is, I'm not talking something airy-fairy, I'm just talking something that allows you to really care about the people, the relationships in your business. So whether that is the contractors or the employees or the people that you serve. A lot of people refer to this as the soft skills in business. Treating the people that work for you or the customers well. Empowering people to succeed. It's really important that you think about empowering your customers also. I think that you have to ask yourself whether you would want your family, your mother, your husband, your sister, your brother, your cousin, to be marketed to the way you're currently marketing. Are your products something you'd be happy to have your family use? Are there better ways, easier, to do what you're currently doing? Are the relationships that you're developing with your clients really deep? 
are the products, are the services that you're giving really worth the value that you're asking? Or are you just selling to sell? What's the core vision that you have? Is the passion that you have for your work coming from the personal rewards that aren't just monetary? You know, believe me, I understand that there's got to be a monetary something behind it, but I think there has to be more than just investing your money and your time. So I think it's important that you stop for a minute and really ask, does your business have a soul? And if not, where do you go with it? I think what drives success in business is having a soul and executing every move that you make with the passion that you have for your business. There's a lot of currency that's around a business. And there's a lot of currency other than monetary rewards. So I think it's a good day to take a time out and really check in on the soul of your business, even if you're a solopreneur. And today's guest, I think, will blow you away. So get ready for the show. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Vervante.com. As a professional speaker, I create a lot of products from CDs to DVDs, transcripts, you name it. The folks at Vervante have been my first choice for getting my products done and done right. I don't deal with a warehouse full of inventory. They produce my programs as I sell them. They do it fast, they do it right, and they do it at a great price too. Give them a try for all of your information, product creation, and fulfillment. Go to www.vervante.com and tell them Terry Levine sent you. Well, I'm very excited to introduce my next guest, Tony Doval, author of Rethink Your Success Mindset and Soul Shift. Tony has served as a coach, consultant, facilitator, and success activator for numerous local and international public sector, public service, and for-profit business organizations across Africa and the world, where he, he has created two times to four times results through high-performance mindsets leadership. With four decades of executive business facilitation and coaching, speaking, and more importantly, real life, hands-on, in the trenches business experience, Tony Doval's view is radically different from the fossil descriptions of success in business and personal life, leadership, team building, happiness. Tony and shares with participants that true success is a moment-to-moment conscious awareness, mindfulness, and choice that goes beyond means, goals, to directly enjoying the satisfaction and sustainability of ends, goals, and well-being, joy, peace, love, thriving, and flourishing. Tony helps companies to transform to become a positive business in a way that supports people and profit with his swift actions framework and mindset mastery formula, one success insurance system that ensures true 
soul-satisfying success in all areas of life and business. So this is what I know all of you want. You want success in all areas of life and business, which is why I asked Tony to be on the show today. Welcome, Tony. Hi, good afternoon. How are you doing? Ah, fabulous, especially now that I have you here with me. I'm excited about speaking with you and hearing your message. So this is exciting because what you do sounds like a real shift and very different than what other people are doing out there in the world today. Terry, I think you mentioned at the beginning I've been doing this for a long time. And with wisdom, eventually you start to ask the question, what is this all about? Is it just the money? And I think I was very lucky because when I was 21, I was blessed to be working selling Ferraris and Lamborghinis and those fancy cars. And I used to see the guys come in, super wealthy guys come in and they'd pay cash for a vehicle. But I managed to see behind their mask and their facade. And the challenge that I see is whereas most businesses are about profit, 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 there's no real life meaning in profit. You know, money's not a motivator. It's a hygiene factor. So what is your life and a business really about? Mm. And you know what? I think people start to ask themselves the question at some point. Do you? Well, I think you have to have some kind of a shock happen. And for me, it was my paraglider crash. I was flying in our local mountains and I fell 50. <gasps> And I had to give back my guarantee to God that I'd live forever. But in three months, while I was lying on the bed, I started to ask, what is my life going to be about? I've been an entrepreneur from, as a kid, I used to put, I used to sell lemonade on the side of the road and put playing cards on bicycles to make motors or fly kites. So I'm an entrepreneur from birth almost. And I just discovered that the things that I was chasing, the shiny objects, once you got them, because I got my goals, I got the car and the Mercedes and the motorbikes, the, the impact doesn't last. Within eight to ten weeks, it's just another car and your happiness back, is back to your set point level. So you know, what's it all for? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I'm- I think that's, that's the big thing is you know, if you're in business, yes, you need money. It's cash flow is oxygen. But your life isn't just about breathing. It's got to be about more. It does have to be about more. And, and why do you think, because this is interesting, I'll share with you. I, I had a wake-up call also. I was chasing shiny objects and money and worked my way <laughs> up, you know, in corporate America and all of that. And then my mom died and my best friend died at age 40. And I, I just realized all she had ever done is work just like me and... I stopped and said, what is life for? But why do you think it is that we have ingrained in us that it's about chasing the shiny objects? What is that all about? I think part of it is culture. Mm -hmm. We're brought up with this, if you have a big car, if you have lots of money, if you have a a big house, we, we look up to these people. We're put on pedestals in TV. And the whole upbringing of people is... You're a better person if you have more. And I think that is so wrong. And we look down on somebody who doesn't have more money, bigger car. And I think from the, I can only speak from a man's side, is 
we have this ego competitive nature for you lovely women and we think we've got to use strength and force and flashy cars and the reality is when we're young I've had situations where women the first thing they say is what car do you drive what business are you in and the underlying thing is can you afford me <laughs> and so we are programmed to need to fill up our balloon of worthiness with material goods. Think on the globe. Who do we revere that brings more integrity, more freedom, more love, more abundance, more peace and more joy? Who, who, who stands out for us? Who do we put on TV and say, hallelujah, this person has brought and enjoys true success? Yeah, it's the rich and but the famous. But we don't. We see our famous people there, the rich and the famous, and it's all the shiny objects, and they go around the corner, and they're putting stuff in their nose, or they're, over, they're overdeeing on something, or they're drunk on something. You know, the, the, I've seen it with the guys when I was to sell the Ferraris. They used to sit at night getting drunk as anything, and then crash their cars on the way home. Mm. And I think for me, the, the wake-up call it has to be something extreme. I've, I was blessed. My best friend's father died in my arms. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, I had to say, what is life about? What do I want to bring? What do I want written on my tombstone? But the challenge is business is structured in the public environment where we have the leaders are rewarded on a numeric number. You know, they, they get a shareholding and a profit share and the share of the market and the stock exchange and they're revered for generating X amount of profit. What you don't see is the blood and the guts on the dance floor because they re-engineered their finances by firing 10,000 people. You don't hear the stories of the heartbreak of those families and the children and the wives and the uncertainty and the anxiety. You know, in South Africa, we have our bank, um, the, the big head honcho as a chairman. And some of them are earning like 30 million rand a month. Now, that's, that's a frightening amount of money. <laughs> But then there are other people in that organization that are just, they're not even paying the rent. They're going to eat dog food. Yeah. Now, what does it say for our soul? And for me, it's, business has to be about, in the new world that we're moving to, it's got to be people and profit. Because here's the statistics. Mr. Leader or Mrs. Leader, 80% of the people that come through your hands, past your soul, on your watch in your company, are going to be forced to eat dog food between the time of retirement and when they die. Do you get that? I mean, that, that for me Ooh, is scary. That's just 80% sick. of people whose lives you have touched whilst you've got your millions and boats and planes and trains, their life is just about surviving. They don't thrive. They don't flourish. They just bounce along. And both my parents died empty. In the last two or three years, myself and my two brothers funded them. And we are kind of middle-class, white, semi-intelligent people. And you think people would be intelligent with their money management, but they're not. They live moment to moment because they're competing with a guy next door for the latest car, the latest house, the latest clothes. And it's insanity. Which is why I wrote the rethink. You know, we have to rethink how we're behaving, rethink the impact we are having. 
So we're going to take a quick break, and then I'd really it's like time to for everyone to rethink really what life is about. Yeah, I'd love to take a, just a fast break and let's sure. come, come back and talk about rethink. I really want to talk about this because hopefully what what you've said so far has woken people up. The dog food piece has given me goosebumps. <laughs> Sometimes you have to get attention. <laughs> I, I like that, Tony. I like that. We'll be right back with you. Thank you, Tony. Okay, thanks. When it comes to creating books, info products, CDs, DVDs, and more, Vervante is the go-to resource for creating and distributing custom-branded products that ignite business and revenue growth. Vervante's print-on-demand services give you the ability to order exactly what you need when you need it. No hassles, no hidden fees, no minimum orders, and no wasted time and energy. Plus, they work with practically any shopping cart to handle order fulfillment and distribution worldwide. Yes, Vervante provides creative and high-quality products, but they really break the mold with superior customer service that helps make the whole process successful and stress-free. Whatever your publishing dream is, books, cards, calendars, information products, CDs, or more, Vervante has you covered. They'll walk you through the process from start to finish, providing inspiration and expert guidance along the way. Learn more about how Vervante can boost your revenue and help you stand out from the crowd at Vervante.com. That's V-E-R-V-A-N-T-E.com. I am back with my guest, Tony Doval, and we are just getting into talking about Rethink because we've talked about the fact that this shiny object isn't what's doing it. And while we're succeeding at getting the shiny object, some of the people we're touching along the way may be eating dog food. And I have to tell you, I'm still sitting here with goosebumps after that. So I want to get into the rethink concept. Okay. I think for me what became important is when I had my own staff and I was running my business along this normal premise of lower costs, increased profits. And it, but that was for the, us, the directors and the owners. And I think in any of the organizations I go and work with and consult, there's this need to do more with less. So retrenchment and re-engineering and downsizing are, are vital parts of supporting the company's vision, mission, and values. What I find interesting is seldom do I see the shareholders living to the values. The staff are expected to, but you don't often see the shareholders living to those values that they claim are so important. And so they're using shiny objects to get their attention. I just got a picture. I do fishing. I, I do jet ski fishing and I go out 10 kilometers into the ocean. And we, sh we use shiny stuff to get fish's attention. But when they get there, there's this really seriously sharp hook. And I think business is the same. They promise these shiny rewards. But when you get there, you, you basically, you're giving your soul over to the matrix. Mm -hmm. For what? But for what? What is your life really, really about? I was in one workshop. We were doing some team building preparation. And the lady said, please don't use that word. So I said, which word? She said, love. 
So I said, well, I'm not too sure. She said, you will lose all credibility with my directors. And they were an auditing firm, you know, the, the, the head animals, the head stuff, and very little heart. And so I started the workshop off saying, you guys are very clever with your IQ, but maybe you possibly buffooned because of your EQ. And they were shocked at that. Hmm. And at the end, the boss came and said, you're right, we have lost our soul. And that's what I think business is missing. People will work for a living. And that we see Gallup's research shows that engagement levels are so low. Mr. Boss, the reason is because money is not the motivator. It's not a sustainable, inspiring thing that will get me to bring my head, heart, and soul and give my life so that you can have a new Ferrari and another Learjet. But if the company is supporting a cause, now you'll get people to form a tribe and they'll give you their head, heart, and soul. But most companies aren't supporting a cause, a world-changing, life-supporting cause. They're supporting make more money for management and the boss. True. So I call those greeders. It's my word that I've created, greeder. Because it's about greed. More money, more money, more money for me. (laughs) It's not true leadership with love. I like that word, by the way. Totally. Which one, leadership or love? <laughs> uh, I love the word love. <laughs> mm. Greeter. I love the word. And we can't allow them to prevail. The problem is we've given over control of our governments, of our business, to greeters whose sole focus is purely numbers. And we, know, we have research that shows the higher you go up in the ladder of an organization, the less you have empathy for the people in the organization. Until you're at the point at the top of level, at the upper levels, where, where a life is just a number. You know, retrench those hundred people. There's no consequence of the of the pain that the families and the extended families go through. But the boss is looking good because he, you know, brought up the profit by another twenty-seven million. Mm. And that it, it hurts me now. I used to be like that. But I think I'm a little bit wiser. And so it's about rethinking what we are doing, rethinking what success is really about. When I did my mankind work, we do a visualization. And here's what I think we are missing in the planet is I co-create a world of more integrity, freedom, love, abundance, peace, and joy. I think that's what's missing in our world. Why can't business be the vehicle to bring that? But we have men running machines, war machines. Do you know we spend trillions of dollars on war? Mm -hmm. To what avail? Rather put the two generals in a ring and you fight to the death (laughs) and you can sort yourself out. I heard a story that in the World War, the, the Germans and the British on Christmas Day, they put down their guns and they played soccer together. The next day, they went back to their trenches and they shot each other. Why? Not because they wanted to shoot each other, because some general, 27 levels up, sitting with his cigar and his coffee in the boardroom with a picture says, let's move these 10,000 souls over here and see if, if this will work. And let's try and see if we can kill them here. Yeah, yeah. 
Why don't we just stop fighting and find a way to work together? Become you know, appreciative inquiry people that we, we work on building rather than breaking. Collaborate rather than compete. Mm. We need more women in higher levels. Yes, here, here. So women have to step up. Mm-hmm. So we have to think, rethink leadership, rethink what success is. You know, rethink the impact that we are having on multiple bottom lines, not just the financial bottom line, the community bottom line, the people in your organization. I heard the story where a family owned a bank. They grew it to an enormous size and sold it. I think they took about one-third of the profit and they gave it to the staff. They distributed it amongst the staff. Wow. You, you don't often hear that happening. That person has a soul. For most of the people, I think they've lost their soul. They've put it in a box, they've locked it away, and it's not going to come out until they have a huge wake-up call. Hopefully, I'm the wake-up call for some people who are ready. Yeah, that's an important thing that you just said, who are ready, who are ready. I think um, corporate America is accused and I'm speaking America because that's where I am. I often hear people say, oh, corporate America has lost its soul. But in my experience, when working with smaller businesses as well, I think the small business owner has also lost their soul. I think they're all about the profits as well and have even forgotten their customers. They are all about the customers just giving them money and not even after they bring a customer in, not even really serving the customer, taking great care of the customer, because the customer has become a financial object for them. Well, they're a shiny object. If you look at all the workshops, I'm busy packaging a workshop, and we're going through marketing. And we're using all of these shiny labels, the millionaire mindset, Mm-hmm. Because that grabs attention versus the the loving mindset. You won't get a ten percent of the people to arrive on you know bring more freedom, more love, more abundance, more peace. But that's what we're looking for. Because when you see the guy gets his money to buy the new R8 Audi or BMW or whatever vehicle or Chevrolet, it's not the metal that you want. You want the feeling you will get from owning the metal. Right. So, so we have these needs that we're trying to fill, but we're using means goals, the means to the end. And the end is always a feeling. But the means is these shiny objects. And we get programmed. Money is a drug for many of these people. And it doesn't take long to be hypnotized where you're making the money. And it's, it's, that's the only thing we discuss is how to make more profit, how to reduce costs, how to get more share of the customer's wallet. And companies, when the accountants go in and look at them, it's, it's only numbers are about the financials. I, about 20 years ago, I was saying we will soon, I was a little bit ahead of my time, we will soon have numbers on the balance sheet that are about the human element. And I see there are companies now in Europe that are putting on numbers about the human element, the engagement, the happiness levels, the well-being, the flourishing. Mm. You know, we've got models we can now measure that, the science of happiness. I'm certified globally for the science of happiness. And we know that positive, happy people are 25 to 50% more productive. Mm-hmm. So... Depending upon if you're an accountant, you'll find a way, you'll invest just to get more productivity. But how's about having a soul that says a happy workforce is a great culture? Because culture is an important part of having a great place to work. 
And I think that's so important. You know, I heard a statistic which should horrify some HR people that at least 60% of your staff are looking to move. If they had opportunity, they would move. And I think that is such an indictment on management and leadership. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so often I have to go in and I have to be the corporate soul surgeon. So we do social network analysis. We, we do leadership profiling and staff and culture profiling. And then we give the, the, the leaders feedback. Without question, 20 out of 20 sit back, put their hand over their head and say, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was like this. <laughs> because they just don't have any idea what it's like on the front line. I believe that. I totally and it's only guys it. like Tony Shea with, where he knows that culture is the vital part of success, where they themselves work on the telephone. Right. You know, how many, of, how many of these big corporate guys go down to where the, the work happens and knows – what's that secret boss, that TV show? Do you get the secret yes, boss? Yes, yes, we do, yes. Undercover boss? <laughs> Undercover I love boss. those programs. <laughs> Me too. I, I end up because, – because you suddenly see how emotional those bosses get when they discover the soul of their people. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives me a hope, but it's such a small percentage. That's the <laughs> We've got to do a lot of work and bring a lot more light. <laughs> we only have one more minute, and you have given like an hour's worth of value in, in a short interview. And, and uh, I really hope people have connected. How can people stay in touch with you or find out more, Tony? A, a few ways. You can go to my website, successactivators.com. That's successactivators.com, and you can get a download of my free book, The Rethink Your Success Mindset. You can search for me on Google, Tony Dovale, D-O-V-A-L-E, and we, I'm happy to you know, communicate and connect and give free. I'm here to uplift mankind and wake people up and get them to rethink how we are living our life. So anywhere possible that we can add value. Give me a shout. Give me an email. You can send me an email at terry at coachfree.com. Then I'll know they came from, from you. So if they use your name, T-E-R-R-I at coach as in soccer coach, free as in no cost, no charge dot com. And if I can positively impact your life and be a soul surgeon and turn greedership to leadership, I'm there like a bear. Um, I have to tell you that just in this interview, um, you have uplifted me, um, and this has been so inspirational. I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you making this happen. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And for the listeners, um, make sure that you do visit theterrylevineshow.com. My guests, they're all phenomenal, and many of them have written great articles and blogs to continue your learning. Um, you can listen to us, as you know. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can listen to us, uh, for those of you who have Androids, on Stitcher. Um, we're on iHeartRadio. I also have my live show Thursdays at 3 p.m. on W4CY Radio, and that's played many, many times during the week. And all I have to say is keep coming back. It works. It is business advice that you can take to the bank, and I look forward to seeing you all on the next program. Thank you for listening to The Terry Levine Show. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to tell your friends and followers. 
and join us online at www.theterrylevineshow.com. We'll see you again next time.